Welcome to the My Buddy Green podcast. I'm Jason Wachab, founder and co-CEO of My Buddy Green, and your host. As I announced in episode 171, and I'm sure you all know by now, we launched a supplements line, which we are so proud of. We created this line in partnership with Thorne, and in this special episode, I'll be talking to Dr. Bob Roundtree, the pioneering functional medicine doctor and scientific advisor at Thorne, who we worked with on each and every one of these formulas. Thorne's the supplements brand most trusted by medical practitioners, and it was through deep and thoughtful conversations like the one we're about to have that our supplements line was created. We're going to give you a glimpse into how we crafted the line, walking you through each key ingredient, the latest science, so you can hear firsthand how we created targeted, efficacious, science-backed solutions for some of the problems so many of us are facing and thinking about. This week, we're tackling veggies, guys. Veggies, veggies, veggies. No matter what diet you subscribe to, there's one thing we can all agree on. We all need more veggies. And if we had to rank our veggies, you know what would be at the top of the list? Sea veggies. And who gets enough sea veggies? Nobody, including myself. And next to sea veggies, dark leafy greens. And when it comes to sea veggies, you know what's critical? It's being clean, USDA certified organic. Big problem in the ocean right now. So we are so thrilled to have created a greens blend powered by organic sea veggies and dark leafy greens. It's also easy to absorb, nutrient-dense, and rooted in whole foods. Our formula is antioxidant-rich, promotes a healthy inflammatory response, and helps get you the most critical veggies you're just simply not getting enough of, sea veggies and dark leafy greens. Not to mention, guys, this powerhouse formula is, get this, Whole30 approved. It supports hormonal and blood sugar balance, enhances immune function, I love this powder and take it Monday through Friday. I mix it in a smoothie with some almond milk, some almond butter, and of course an avocado. You know I love avocados. It is delicious and you can learn more about it at mindbodygreen.com slash veggies. Bob, welcome back. It's good to be back again. <laughs> again, again. So we're going to talk about veggies today and uh, we all know we should eat veggies. You know, my, one of my favorite lines, Michael Pollan, eat food, not too much, mostly plants, but... Mostly plants. How much should we be eating in reality? Okay, well, that's it's a really good question. Uh, I have to preface that by saying when I was uh, in college, uh, that was the, the time of the home economics majors. I don't know if you remember that, but, you know, women that went into nutrition went into home ec, is what it was called, home ec. Um, and they, you know, they basically learn how to cook for their man. I mean, oh boy, blasphemy here. They learn to cook for their man or a hospital, you know, or a prison or, you know, that's what nutrition was all about. This is how many years ago? Uh, a long time <laughs> should ago. Should I say many decades ago, yes. you know, 50, 45 years ago. Wow. Right. Um, I remember, um, seeing an article that basically said there is no difference in a bag of potato chips and a serving of broccoli. Oof. And that's why I'm saying this because, wait a minute, these are, you know, <laughs> trained nutritionists and this is what they're saying. They're saying, you know, it's all about calories. And what they didn't get is that the vegetable has these other nutrients in it we call phytochemicals or phytonutrients. So phyto just means plant, right? Mm -hmm. So chemicals derived from plants, uh, they're now called accessory nutrients as well. 
And these accessory nutrients do a whole lot of other things. So it's not just the calories. When they're saying, you know, potato chips and, and broccoli are the same, they're just looking at the calories and, the, you know, the basic macronutrients, like how many carbs, how many protein, how, many, how much fat. It's unbelievable that that's where we were. Well, I don't explains know a lot. It explains <laughs> a lot that there's that mentality. And I got to say, you know, there's still some very conventional nutritionists that, that think that way. I mean, you know, if, if you've had uh, a hospital stay recently, you would go, you know, you'd think, really, they're serving me potato chips and they're right. saying that this is food. So they're missing out on this, this understanding that vegetables and, and fruits too, but especially vegetables have these compounds called phytochemicals that talk to our genes, that actually activate certain genes. And those genes can do really beneficial things. So I, I see it as like you're, you're eating broccoli, you know, or, or carrots or something like that. You're reading a genetic instruction manual. Um, you know, one of the best uh, mentors I've ever had along these lines is, is Dr. Jeffrey Bland, who mm -hmm. I'm sure you know Jeffrey quite well. Functional medicine. Uh, fu functional medicine. People always say Jeffrey and Bob, those are the guys. Those are the guys. Well, it's like, the, like the president and the VP. You, you, guys, <laughs> you guys created functional medicine, you know, seriously. Uh, well, we've, we've been at it for decades, and uh, it's really evolved. And, and I've got to credit Jeff, you know, for, for basically pointing this out, this, non, this, this concept that, you know, not only are broccoli and potato chips very different, but, you know, there's this whole vast other bit of information that we need to know about vegetables. So you can't just look at a list of nutrients and go, you know, X number of calories, X number of carbs, et cetera. You've got to look at these other things. And you don't often see that on, you know, the ingredient list. Right. Right. You're not going to get that. You're just going to get, oh, this is what's in it. Well, that being said, what are the vegetables that are good for you and how much do you need? Exactly. Uh, the how much is a big thing. The, the how much is a good thing is a, is a big thing. And it, it's been debated for quite some time. You know, the, the standard saying was, I think, five or six servings a day. But how big is a serving? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> how big is a serving? And so um, more recently, the, the research I've seen uh, has actually pared that down. And you think, wait a minute, they're saying you need less. You only need like four servings a day. Well, but they're translating that into a volume, and the volume is about two and a half cups, hmm. right? To me, that's still minimal, and I'm sure that Michael Pollan would agree. You know, two and a half cups is really not that much. No. Um, what I tell people is you need a serving with every meal, you know, and so that's, that's how we think at home is, you know, every meal has got to have some main vegetable that we're serving, but, you know, why not... Like with dinner, why not have spinach and sweet potatoes? Well, that's my next question is how do you, some people think veggies and they'll go, well, okay, salad. But, but, Salad's but, but, mostly water. It, it, right. <laughs> Let it, it's lettuce and, you know, maybe some carrots. So, so how, do you, how do you get, if, if, we're, if we're all in agreement, veggies are good, we all need them. Yep. How do we get more into our diet? Um, well, by eating them. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, by really making a, an effort, really, that's what the joke is about, is to say, you know, you really have to think about it, and every meal you plan around it. Okay, so what are my two veggies? So I'm going to have some grilled chicken for dinner. I'm going paleo. I'm going to have grilled chicken for dinner. So I'll have grilled chicken, some, some kale, 
you know, maybe a kale salad, which is much better than than iceberg lettuce, obviously, you know, and then like some cubed sweet potatoes. Like, how can you go wrong with that? Right. What happens when you travel? Or what happens when you actually have a job? You know, <laughs> when you, you get up in the morning. I don't get up in the morning and think, I'm going to have a full-on meal with, you know, I'm going to have a little bowl of quinoa and I'm going to have some kale in it. Uh, my wife does. She has, you know, she gets up and has, a, for, for breakfast, has kale and blueberries and pine nuts. That sounds good. Can I come over Every, for breakfast? Oh, my God. It's like, <laughs> I don't know how she does. She Because she wakes up. Because she woke up at 5.30. Because she woke up at 5.30. She's ready to go. She can do it. You know, I'm a little slower to get going. Um, and I don't like a full stomach when I go see patients. So what I do is I make a smoothie, and in my smoothie I put a green powder, right? And this is something I've recommended to my patients for years is like powdered veggies, right? And with that I take, um, with that I take uh, a, a seaweed extract. Well, I actually take uh, chlorella um, as a capsule. Put that into my smoothie. So this is something that I think people who are on the go. You know, that don't have time to get up and have a big kale salad every morning. Um, it's a really good alternative. So you mentioned chlorella and so, you know, sea veggies. So, sea so veggies. we're talking about a couple of things which I think are interesting. So like one, we all need more vegetables. Our audience gets that. And, you know, no vegetables, inflammation, all these bad. Inflammation is like the root of all evil. Like yes, every, it is. Everyone, it and is. it is. It is. So like yeah, yeah. vegetables fight inflammation. Great. Dark leafy greens. Great. Right. Kale know, in particular. Kale, broccoli, all yeah. spinach, all the, you know, the good ones. So, okay, need more vegetables. Uh, but then when you talk about sea veggies, so if I'm thinking like broccoli, kale, like I can work on that. But if I'm, how do you get more, like wh why sea veggies? <laughs> um, well, there's a few things. They're very high in nutrients. Um, they have a particular type of polysaccharide in them that actually binds to heavy metals and toxins. Oh. Believe it or not. I mean, there's published <laughs> research on there. In fact, I think there was one story. So, you know, when you go get sushi and it's wrapped in nori, right? So the, these uh, little plates of, of seaweed uh, that, you know, most people don't pay attention to because it's just holding the sushi together. But they think, okay, you know, it's a, it's a convenient little container for my sushi. But that nori has actually been shown to bind dioxin. Right. And so and what is dioxin? Dioxin is an organochlorine. So we are basically inundated with these toxic chemical compounds called organochlorines or organohalides. So there's organofluoride, uh, you know, or organic, uh, the, the Teflon derivatives, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. We're swimming in this stuff um, and our bodies are doing their best to get rid of it. So what the sea veggies do is they help bond to these chemicals, right? And it's because of the, the type of, of polysaccharide. It's, a, you know, kind of a starch, really. There's something unique about it that binds both metals and organic toxins. Hmm. Um, and, you know, this is well known in the, I guess you call it the detox community. Sure. You know, the, the detox docs, uh, who are people that I, I've, you know, been hanging out with for many years. <laughs> Um, you know, they, you ask the question, if somebody's levels of, of mercury are really high um, and you don't want to put them on a drug because you're worried about the toxicity of the drug, what can you give them? You can give them chlorella. Right. And so you've probably heard about other kinds of algae. What is, chlorella is a green algae. 
uh, and the advantage of chlorella is that it um, it's fairly easy to maintain a steady culture of it. In other words, you, you know, you, you put the stuff in a vat um, and and you come back and you check it, you know, weeks later, and it's the same stuff you put in there in the beginning. That's <laughs> that's a really good thing. So what are your other favorite sea veggies? One that came to mind for me was kelp. Yeah, I like kelp a lot. You know, the, the problem is that um, we don't get enough iodine in our diet. Um, and for that reason, there's some docs in, in my gang that I hang out with say you should use these huge amounts of iodine. You know, 12 and a half, 25 milligrams a day. I'm a little nervous about that. Um, you know, for some people it works really well. And so the idea is that iodine helps prevent breast cancer uh, in particular, you know, and, and we need iodine for our thyroid. For some people, under the supervision of a doctor, using these high doses of iodine might be fine, right? But the, the general public should not be taking high doses of iodine, but... Most people need iodine. Where are you going to get that? Kelp is the best source there is. It's organic. It's going to be processed in a way that your body can use it. And it's very difficult to overdose from <laughs> kelp. You know, So I recommend kelp a lot to people for that particular reason. So you mentioned organic. Why is it so important for veggies and greens powders in general to be, be organic? Well... There is a website I'd recommend. It's called the Environmental Working Group. You've heard of EWG. Them. We e- love them. E- EWG.org. We love them. And they publish a list called the Dirty Dozen. Dozen. And then the Clean 15. And the know Clean the 15, well. yeah. right? So what are they looking at? You know, they're looking at pesticide residues that are on these vegetables. You know, it's it's really a shame. But the the way we grow crops these days... Um, is a disaster. It's just a disaster. I mean, you know, they grow strawberries. It, you use um, a, a chemical that basically kills everything in the soil. Then you cover the soil with plastic, punch holes in it, and then put the strawberry in the little hole and then repeatedly spray it over and over and over again. So EWG has kind of has pointed out that this may not be a good thing for the person who's <laughs> eating the strawberries. Like, oh, my God. Right. So those residues add up. They add up very quickly. So, yeah, you have one serving, you know, of strawberries that you get from a grocery store that are not organic. That's not going to kill you. But what if you eat it every single day? Right. Um, and the, the ones that seem to be the biggest deal these days are the organophosphates. Right. Which are just a kind of pesticide. It has been shown that if you put kids on an organic vegetable diet and you measure organophosphates in their urine, within three days, the levels drop by something like 90%. Wow. So it makes a huge difference. So it's particularly important for kids because they're processing these things in a different way. But for all of us, I mean, you really want to be contributing to what's called your total toxic load every day. By getting a little bit more organophosphate, a little bit more atrazine, you know, I, I can give you a long list of what those chemicals are. You can go to ewg.org and look them up every day. It's every day a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. So organic is the way to go. So if I were to summarize, if we were to create our modern food pyramid for vegetables, we'd kind of have like 
are just plain lettuce at the bottom and sea veggies at the top. Yeah. Dark leafy greens in the middle. Dark leafy it, greens, yeah. We should do that. We should create our, our new veggies food pyramid. Yeah. I think we need that. That's a, that's a great idea. Let's you and I work on that, and let's get a patent on it. Okay. The, the simplest way to think about it is eating for color. You know, the, the pigments that are in your vegetables, those are the chemicals that are talking to your DNA, right? So the more pigmented something is, the more powerful it's going to be. Um, and we're talking about the whole color of the rainbow. Um, you know, my friend, Dr. Deanna Minnick has, has written a couple of sure. books on the, you know, all the different colors and stuff, which is exactly right. Like blueberries, think about, you know, the, the rich colors of blueberries or the deep greens of kale, the deep green of broccoli. Those color, those pigments are the chemicals that are providing the benefit. So as, as we think about, I think a lot of people, we think about vegetables, greens, they think about fighting inflammation. I think about solving deficiencies. Another thing I'd love to hear your thoughts on with regards to sea vegetables, hormones. And for a lot of people, they're, they're out of whack, and that's an issue. And what well, sea veggies can do there. You know, the biggest issue um, with environmental toxins, and this is something that's, that's kind of been acknowledged by endocrinologists who specialize in hormones, are what's called endocrine disruptors. Bad bad right <laughs> uh, so an endocrine disruptor is something that disrupts the signaling in the body and we are talking about disrupting these minuscule levels you know parts per million parts per billion these tiny you know little amounts of hormones of estrogen and testosterone etc that are in the body if you throw that off a little bit then it can wreak havoc in the body you know, and any woman who's had irregular menstrual periods knows what I'm talking about. Any woman who's had premenstrual syndrome knows that if you throw that system off a little bit, you're in big trouble. And so, you know, there's this whole concept of, of phytoestrogens where people say, well, wait a minute, they're estrogenic compounds in food. Is that a bad thing? No, that's not a bad thing at all. Those things actually help contract, you know, go against the endocrine disruptors that are synthetic that are in our food, right? So we know that there are certain foods that can help balance out the toxic hormone endocrine disruptors that we're being exposed to. So, you know, sea vegetables are one example of that. Right. So, you know, we, we talked about earlier, a lot of busy people don't have the time to, you know, make, make a, a great greens dish for every meal. And that's kind of what we need. And so people are you know, looking at greens powders. And yep. I'm curious, like, what's your point of view? What do you think is, what's missing from most powders? And and why are these things that are missing? Like, why, why does it matter? Well, I mean, if this is your big shot, you know, like for, for me in the morning, you know, I, I put a scoop of a green powder in my, in my smoothie. I want it to be fairly complete. You know, I want to see some digestive enzymes to help me like, you know, break down my food. I want to see some probiotics. I think probiotics are very useful. Um, you know, I, I want to see the whole spectrum. I like to see the sea veggies in there. Uh, as I said, the chlorella is going to be a big advantage, mm -hmm. you know, to, to having a little bit of kelp. So the sea vegetables, you know, a good mix of organic vegetables, all those things are very important. Well, I think with sea veggies too, it's like who gets enough sea veggies? It's just it's, it's something that's hard to just country, get. In this country, you know, unless you just love sushi, 
But that has problems too. Um, well, there's this mercury issue, right? right? <laughs> so unless you're going all vegetarian, you know, maybe you're getting your just avocado or just your cucumber, then you're fine, right? But if you're eating a lot of sushi tuna or, you know, most of the salmon that's in uh, sushi is not wild caught, mm-hmm. unfortunately. You know, so unless you're flying down to Sydney, Australia to get your, um, and they do have great sushi in Sydney, by the way. But if, you know, unless that's where you're going to go for dinner every day and, you know, get a, get a lot of your um, uh, vegetables, sea vegetables that way, most people don't eat it. So, and, you know, other thing, the seaweed salad, which I, I love seaweed salad, right? But it's got sugar in it. Right. It's got sugar in it, so you can't eat it every day. So that, so a lot of people would say to me, oh, well, I eat seaweed salad every time I have my sushi once a week. Yeah, but that's, you know, that's laced with sugar to make it taste good. So to sum up, we all need more veggies. Yep. We all need more dark leafy greens. And we definitely all need sea veggies. We all need more sea veggies. I love it. Amen to that. All Amen, right. brother. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bob. You're welcome. Check out mindbuddygreen.com slash veggies to learn more.